Hello, and welcome to the Serving Love Podcast. My name is Meredith, and I will be your humble host. Serving Love is an exploration around some of the paths to show up and live as love and to be of service to something greater than ourselves. We will dive deep into topics such as sacred sex, God, goddess, spirituality, and an array of modalities in the world of personal growth. I feel so honored to have the privilege to share with you here. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to the Serving Love Podcast. Today, we have Attila Chadam. Hi, Attila. Hi, Meredith. So good to be on here with you. Hi, so happy to have you today. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I just wanted to drop in and have you on because it's a desire that I've had for a little bit. And we talked about it a little while ago and and then I saw you last week and it just felt like the time to have you on and you've got a lot going on that I think is really interesting. And yeah, I think we met maybe almost four or five years ago now. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And you were coming back from an Omrupani Tantra meets BDSM weekend. Yeah. <laughs> and you were I, going- for, some, <laughs> for some reason, I have a memory of you being in it. I wasn't, I wasn't Um, in that weekend, but I think we had actually gone to some of Ohm's, um, he had these like once a week directed scenes. scenes. I actually Uh remember, (laughs) oh my God, I'm going to out myself because you know, I love to do this. (laughs) I remember being in one of those directed scenes and you were there and we hadn't, I think really officially met yet. And I was like, oh my God, he's kind of cute. And I was hoping (laughs) all hoping Ohm was gonna match us that night but he didn't and I was like kind of jealous of the woman that you got matched with (laughs) (laughs) that's great to know that's great to know (laughs) I feel like I feel like um, part of our pattern together is uh going back and kind of unearthing old history and and talking about oh what really happened there? <laughs> it's like a really interesting unfolding. <laughs> I'm really appreciating it. Um, but yeah, you ended up at dinner at a mutual friend's house. And I was there for dinner that night. And I think we chatted a little bit. And maybe we went on like one date. And then and we won't go into that. <laughs> but then we reconnected. Then we will or we won't. <laughs> I mean, we could. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we could totally go into that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You want me to tell the people what I told you? Um. Well, let 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 me just share my my recollection of it. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So so um, a couple, what like maybe a month ago, mm-hmm. I was hosting Dance Me's Tantra in the Bay Area, and Meredith came as an assistant, and we hadn't connected for a few years, basically. And um, after after Dance Me's Tantra, so we had a whole weekend. It was a really, really brilliant, beautiful workshop in the Bay. And Meredith and I are sitting next to each other. And, uh, and Meredith turns to me and says, you have uh, evolved quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, huh, that's an interesting observation. <laughs> I don't know if it's a compliment. It's like, is it like the most improved award or something? <laughs> And um, and and I and I asked you, what do you mean? And and you said, well, are you open to some blunt reflections <laughs> in in Meredith style? 
And I said, yes, of course, plant reflections are my lifeblood. <laughs> and then, so I'm going to paraphrase. So maybe you can fill in the actual work that you used. But but you said, well, that one time that we went on a date, you felt like a conceited, arrogant jerk who was just full <laughs> of himself and, and um, had no curiosity about me and... I don't even know why you wanted me there because you could have just kept on talking to yourself about yourself. And uh, that was kind of my main impression of you for a few years. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I said. And I love that you remembered that so perfectly. It's like exactly what I said. <laughs> hmm. yeah. and, 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 and for maybe for, you know, my credit, you felt like, you had felt some improvement over the weekend at Dance Me Santra. You were like, oh, wow, like he feels really different now. And whatever yeah. was stuck up his ass, he, <laughs> he seems like maybe he did some work to remove it the last few years. <laughs> Just a little bit of improvement, I'd say. <laughs> Just a little bit. Yeah. No, right. no, in truth, like your whole system feels completely different to me. Hmm. And I want to like dive in a little bit about like what you've been doing to get to this place. But you and I were talking about this the other day. And the the piece that feels like it shifted the most to me is what we were talking about is humility. It's mm. like, you were always brilliant. You know, that was not it. It was this piece around humility and, um, yeah, just that feeling of like, I, you don't feel like you know everything. And something about that had me soften and open to you more and be more curious. So mm. I am curious what was your journey over the past four years? Because to get to this place, I feel like you've had to be doing a lot of really fucking deep work to make mm. this kind of a massive shift to where you are now. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just love this theme of the most improved award. <laughs> I first said you got an award. <laughs> <laughs> most improved candidate. Uh... Just yeah. <laughs> I would happily make you an award. <laughs> great, great, great. Um, hmm. I'm, 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 I'm noticing um, this, this, um, yeah, behind, behind the camera through which I'm looking at you, Meredith. There's like incredible Colorado mountains, and then this beautiful window, and on this window right behind you is this beautiful spider that's just kind of like like just walking on the glass. I don't know if it's looking at me. I can't really tell. But um and and I just saw her when you were talking about humility. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, I I just got curious about the the message of the spider around humility. There's a way that spiders are just such masters of their craft. Mm-hmm. And they're and they're, and there's a, they're such masters of subtlety. And, and, and they're kind of like sitting in the center of their web and very unassuming and pulling on so many brilliant threads at the same time, just like it's nothing. And it's almost like without kind of like a self-concept of what they're doing, mm. but they're kind of like perfectly giving themselves to, to this web that they're weaving. Um, anyway, just a little, little, little shamanic aside as I kind of <laughs> journey with the future. Is that yeah. what you've been doing, giving yourself fully to this web that you've been weaving? Wow. Well, yeah, it feels like feels like feels like a it's a part of 
Yeah, it's a part of it. I'm just kind of tuning into the big shifts that I was going through those 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 initial years. Mm. Um and um oh, it's funny, right before we hopped on this live call, we were just talking about this this theme. Um and it's interesting to note that that was a theme that was also active back then. The, the this theme of kind of being so fed up mm-hmm. with your patterns, mm-hmm. being so fed up with just aspects of who you have chosen to be so far, mm-hmm. that it almost feels like, oh, like, like I'm done with this one way or another. I don't know what the way is going to be, but I'm kind of done with this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember, and I remember my life in New York, um, kind of master of things. Um, you know, I had, I had gotten my PhD and I was working on this, you know, sweet, sweet, fancy job in New York, you know, really weaving beautiful webs with different world governments around the world. And, um, and there was a sense of how I ch- had chosen to live thus far. And I was maybe like, what, 32? How I had chosen to live thus far could not in any way take me to the next stage of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, this, and maybe, yeah, maybe part of it is kind of a, an expert's mind. Part of it is this, this, focus on kind of mind-based knowledge and trying to fix various aspects of the world through this mind-based knowledge. Um, there are ways that my, my body was starting to assert its wisdom. Mm-hmm. It's like there's, there's, there's a knowing beyond what you have discovered so far. There's a knowing, there's a way of being in the world with your soul fully coming through your body and there are gifts this body has to offer there are, there's wisdom and there's pathways that this body has to offer that you haven't even begun to discover yet mm-hmm. um i think right around the time that i had met you um i had started kind of blowing up my life Mm-hmm. I do remember that. <laughs> like, like I, like I was, I was, I was just, just like, quitting okay, your job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was kind of bringing a dynamite to the to the root of um, everything, and everything. Like literally, my whole adult life, I had worked for, and there was both the um, enthusiasm and the and the joy, kind of like the joy of destruction. <laughs> Seems like you might yeah. like that. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of destruction. But there were, I think there was also the insecurity of that, mm-hmm. you know, and, yeah. and, and there was the insecurity of that, of just like, oh, like if I tell everybody that I'm up to big things and, 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 and like, oh, I was talking about this with somebody yesterday. I have such a, one of my, one of my biggest defense mechanisms is to show people that I've got it all figured out. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all fine, even though, like, this might look like it's all kind of burning down or, like, you know, everything is chaos. Like, <laughs> I've, I've got it down. I've got it, yeah. I've got it. And it's. I, I think it's one of the ways that I try to 
make the world a little safer for me. And maybe, maybe there's a part of me that believes that if people believe that I've got it all figured out, then they will feel safer with me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then that just comes with so many layers of masks and pretense. And, and uh, that's probably some of what you were feeling with me there is, is just, uh, is just kind of like that struggle through the layers into the authentic joy and, and play and curiosity and wonder of life that was wanting to come through. And, and there was a lot of fear and terror that also needed to be managed with, with those transitions. It's like, it's like choosing free fall is, 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 wow. It's quite something. Have you ever chosen free fall? Have you ever kind of like taken a leap where you're just not sure where you're going to land? Oh, like a million times. And I always joke that I really love to just jump off the deep end. It's something that I <laughs> always done. And I feel like I'm doing that now in my life. Mm. Um, you know, with deciding that I'm, I'm moving and having no idea where I'm going, but knowing, and I, and like landing in so much trust in myself. And that's, you know, just speaking back to where you were then it's like, it's, it, maybe you hadn't, gotten that level of trust with yourself that you do have now, you know? Um, so yeah, but I also, it's also just so interesting to think how, like when I first met you, like I had no idea that's what you were going through. And of just, course, you would be the last person that I would want to <laughs> let know. Like, on a yeah, you're like, there's no way you would have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's no way. <laughs> but no, just reflecting. And we know this yeah. now is like, when I know those things, when I know the truth, like that's the thing that actually has me feel safer with somebody. Yeah. Like if that is revealed to me and I can feel that, like that tender spot, then it's like my body gets to relax and be like, oh, now I trust you more, you know, because that's what's real. So, yay. <laughs> so what is this this pattern that you're sick of now? <laughs> You want to speak to that? I mean, it's it's just it's just the same spiral patterns. Uh, Meredith, I was I went I went on a run with somebody yesterday. Um, this is like basically the second time that we're 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 just spending time. Um, and and <laughs> at some point, like we're just kind of chatting while while running, and she notices that I'm just kind of breathing hard and trying to kind of stay up to date catch up with the conversation and also keep up our pace at the same time. And, um, and she's like, do you want us to slow down? And I was like, of course not. I've got this. We can run slower or faster or like whatever pace you desire. <laughs> <laughs> and there were a couple of moments like that. And then we arrived at this river spot and, and, and she was like, Hey, I feel like you're like, you're like doing something. You're like, you're like, you're like trying to, trying to, <laughs> Like, what is this? <laughs> uh-huh. And then I was like, ah, oh, okay, let's get curious about that. So, you know, it's different patterns, but it's also, I think, a really interesting thing to reflect of just kind of like the spiral path, the same patterns just keep coming up. Um, now I see them a different way. I think I have kind of a, hmm. So what feels different now in some ways is that I just have, a profound sense of humor about it all. Like, I think, I think I'm hilarious. 
just because of <laughs> just because of like but I still have these patterns. I still do, you know, work with the same device mechanisms. And when somebody actually brings them to my attention, I'm just like, oh my God, that is so funny. That that just uh, like something that keeps coming coming up. Um, sometimes I wonder if our evolution is like less about kind of like changing the exact content of what we're working with and just more about how we're relating to it all. Or like, I don't know if I... Acceptance. <laughs> yeah, acceptance, curiosity, play, like... <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever, you know, be like I. I, I hope I hope in a few years, Meredith, I'm, I'm not like Meredith. I've mastered humility, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> like 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 I don't know, I don't know, I don't know if I'll ever get it. I don't mm-hmm. know if I'll ever get anything. And and the way that I relate to whether I get it or not, or whether one needs to get it has been profoundly shifting. Mm. I am in a much deeper celebration of the, just the such unique, diverse vibrations of what it means to be human. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, anyway, there's a lot more I can say about that, but yeah. I'm just going to pause. I'm just going to pause for a second. Yeah, well, I love that speaking about the human experience, I think so much in all these spiritual realms, there's so much about transcending the human experience. But my belief is that our souls came into these human bodies to have a human experience with like our feet planted on the earth, you know? And so when we're trying to like constantly like badger ourselves into getting rid of these human patterns, like I don't know if that actually gets us anywhere. And I think it is the acceptance of being fully human that is the yeah. thing that actually begins to soften and shift these patterns, at least for me in my experience. Yeah, yeah. They they become kind of pliable. They become like we can they become like a like a spider web that we can pull on and weave and kind yeah. of like cut certain pieces and see what else wants to be woven. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. We get to be more playful with it and yeah. It's just felt so much better for me this way. Um, you know, um, <laughs> just reminded of this quote by uh, Chogyam Trungpa, uh-huh. um, who talked about, we're like, we're not trying to break out of the jail cell. We're just, we're actually trying to break back into the jail fully and 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 kind of like just really get to have that experience. <laughs> yeah. It's not about kind of like trying to just like find liberation elsewhere, but it's just like, like I'm here, I'm in, I'm in this embodiment. How do I make it as, how do I like own it fully all the way down to my atoms, down to my molecules that I'm here with it, with all the mess. Yeah. Cause like we actually already are liberated. Mm. <laughs> mm. How beautiful. <laughs> yeah. So I would love to hear from myself and anybody listening, like, you started to blow up your world, right? You got really into all of this work with ISTA and whatever other modalities you've been working in. What was the thing that had you want to go into make this your life's offering? Because now you teach it, you coach, you have dance meets Tantra. Like you have all these incredible things that you're up to. What was that moment like where you were like, this is my gift, like my soul's gift to the planet? Hmm. You know, I think there was a particular moment where, um, you know, Meredith, I don't know if I shared, ever shared this with you, but I, I grew up terrified to dance. Hmm. Um, I grew up terrified to dance. 
when I met you, I was probably about a year into my dance journey. And uh, I was always kind of off to the side um, on the dance floor um, with with the most incredible excuses for why, you know, I shouldn't be dancing. Wait, what were some of them? Um, <laughs> I, let, let's see. Well, I don't know how to dance. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I don't want to make a fool of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little beneath me, you know, to just, to just, to just kind of get like, so, so like, so messy. Yeah. I don't like doing things that I'm not good at. Mm-hmm. Um, we can probably go deeper in the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. Let's come back to him. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. It was just so, so many excuses. And, um, but I, like, my truth was that I yearned to dance. Mm. Like, my little boy was just so, um, yeah, so yearning for that moment where I can just let it all go. Let kind of like these, these mind castles that I've constructed like down and just get beyond it and just kind of like be the little cute, playful animals that we all are and just kind of explore life in a completely different way. I was so yearning for it. Mm. And, um, and at some point somebody invited me to an ecstatic dance. And um, and it's so weird. It was just like just several years ago. I mean, the whole idea felt so alien to me. But um, but then I went, and then and then I'm just like, oh my god, I can actually kind of put some of my pretenses down. I'm actually dying to dance. Mm. I'm I'm gonna die if I don't dance, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna give myself to this fully now. Um. But there was the moment that this shifted was actually I had a dance with somebody and and they came to me after the dance and they said, this was one of the most beautiful dances that they've ever had in their lives and that it opened new doors for them, new ways of being, new ways of seeing, new ways of experiencing. And they were so grateful. And, and I was astounded. Like, not only can I move, can I give myself to this land of exuberant, playful, primal animals who are just like kids in this, you know, graceful playground, but I can actually open doors for others. Hmm. I can create portals that other people can't step through. And that was a moment where I'm just like, oh. I have something to offer beyond writing snotty research papers that other academics, you know, will probably be bored reading. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and that was when I decided, okay, like there's, there's an art here. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's portals of wisdom in our embodiment that, that I was noticing that some of it comes to me intuitively. That that there's a part of, there's an ancient part of me that knows how to open these portals in, in, in movement practices but I haven't studied it in, in, in sexuality and in dance and in, in different kinds of movement. It's not, it's not, it hasn't been part of my journey in this lifetime, but it feels like it's been a part of my journey somewhere, somehow, because, because, because of the ferocity of my yearning mm-hmm. and because of also how 
yeah, how I was able to follow that just so naturally. It's just mm-hmm. like when I started dancing, it was just like, oh, it's not Turkish. That's my mother tongue. This is my mother tongue. Dance is my mother tongue. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's when I decided, okay, I'm 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 giving myself to these arts, and if I just kind of you know fail and perish on this path, this is the this is this is the path to fail. This is, you know, when I'm doing men's work, this is one of the questions that I love asking men that I'm working with. It's just like, like, even knowing, knowing that all your efforts are going to end up in absolute, utter disaster failure. What would you do? Even if you knew that was the predicted outcome. <laughs> and, and actually giving myself to um, the erotic arts, Tantra, King, dance different kinds of movement yeah this is this is the hill that i want to die on you know like even if even if like at the end at the end of the day my career is in shambles and i'm you know like i'm i'm kind of you know just uh i I don't know i don't know whatever whatever the utter self-destruction images uh right now but like if, if that's it you know i would i would i would be rather doing nothing else as i'm completely making a mess out of my life Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just that like I'm not I mean there's a way that I'm attached to outcomes I do want to land things and succeed and you know, build beautiful businesses etc but if I'm going to fail at something let this be it mm-hmm. let me just enjoy the fuck out of life um, as I'm doing it let me see the the shine in people's eyes as they're stepping into those portals that we're creating in Dance Meets Tantra and other places let me feel that and, 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 and let, let, let that guide us wherever it wants to go. Mm-hmm. So it just became kind of obvious. And it actually became very, up until then, I had made every decision in a very calculated way. And this was more just like hurtling in to something that had its own gravitational pull from the future mm-hmm. rather than kind of like a calculated mapped out decision. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. To me, it really sounds like in that moment, there was a remembering of mm-hmm. like the truth of who you are and then, and, and you felt your soul like start to come through. Right. And then, and then there's that point where it's like, there's no other choice, mm-hmm. you know, but to go down this road, because if I don't, then I will die in a way that's way more painful, <laughs> you know, <laughs> than like failing. Um, yeah. And now you've created such a beautiful body of work with Spencer. And um, I would love if you would talk a little bit about Dance Meets Tantra or a lot of it, because it feels like all of those things, you know, erotic arts and dance and Tantra and kink, like you really created this like beautiful amalgamation of all of those things into one and have made it your own. Hmm. And now it's like taking on a life of its own and taking off and... Yeah. 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 Hmm. yeah. We started Dance Me's Tantra a bit more than a year and a half ago with uh, Spencer and Danny. I don't think you met Danny yet. Um, but uh, yeah, Spencer and I are a little bit the kind of expansion champions. So whenever we're out traveling in different states or countries, uh, you encounter um, me and Spencer. Um, yeah, Dance Me's Tantra has been our beautiful teacher. In our beautiful teacher. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we try to um, home in on um, like 
what is what what is what is this? And 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 um, it's like it's like it's like a Buddhist trying to meditate on the self. You know, the whole like, the whole point is that is that you know when you try to grasp it, it's elusive. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I've been finding that the things that I cannot grasp are my best teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, the things that that somehow I capture in a cage and put it into a mind box feels like they have ultimately less to teach me. Um, and yeah, Dance Me Tantra is a is a is an organism, a movement that is evolving, keeps showing us what it is in every step, and. Um, and what I would say is, is at its core, Dance Me's Tantra is about revelation. Mm. Um, like why dance? Why, why Tantra? It's kind of why intimacy arts. It's, 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 you know, some of the, some of the most beautiful things that bring us all the way deep into our bodies. But it's also the two things that, that kind of typically, terrify most people i mean you know take anybody's sexuality life i don't know if there's any other domain topic that any given person is more excited about has more yearnings and desire around and like just more her fear yeah yeah exactly exactly so so that's me santra is a is a um an invitation to dive into the density of the human experience mm-hmm. into these places where the webs and constructs of fear um, are, 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 have kind of calcified pretty deeply in our bodies. And, and we practice in Dance Me Santa the art of stepping into these dense places with a beginner's mind, mm-hmm. with, with, with not a sense that we're going in there to kind of fix it, fix anything, but we create a culture of profound curiosity about our density and the gifts that we can get from revealing those layers of density. And what happens as we keep revealing the freedom that we can find, the spaciousness that we can find within ourselves and in connection on the dance floor from just that process of revealing. So what is, what is our connection? What is our sexuality? What is our sensuality look like, feel like if that act of vulnerable, authentic revealing is, is at the center of our connection? That, that I dare to enter a connection from a place of one fully celebrating all of my experience. And I bring that welcoming in that celebration into connection with you and in a way that I also start from a place of celebrating all of your experience. Mm -hmm. What kind of an authentic soul-based human interaction can we have with that kind of a welcoming and celebration? Mm -hmm. Um, And how different this sounds from a typical sexual interaction where, you know, we're fucking or, 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 or whatever, or, or we're like, you know, on the dance floor and trying to impress each other with our moves. Mm-hmm. Um, in a certain sense, Meredith, like, who the fuck am I to teach anything about dance? I mean, <laughs> really, seriously. Sometimes I just sit, 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 sit in my office and stare at the ceiling and wonder, wow, 
it's such an <laughs> amazing thing that I dare to do this. <laughs> but also, like, who are you not to? You know, exactly. <laughs> I, I do. I, I, I do. I have been practicing these arts of entering density with compassion, with love, with mm-hmm. acceptance, with welcoming. I have been practicing the arts of revelation. I have been practicing the arts of authenticity and sharing and really finding true wonder and joy. And to me, that is actually dance. It's not getting the steps right, mm-hmm. but it's about how can I reveal the depth of my soul to you on the dance floor so you can actually have an encounter with my soul on the dance floor. Mm. So beautiful. Yeah. And I want to just say like how brilliant it is to combine dance with these arts because dance really does. And from my own experience, kind of like easily like start to move the density, right? It starts to like shift it and open it, right? And then we can combine it with Tantra and kink and all these different modalities. It's like, there's like permission and play and it feels so like safe. I'm just speaking to also your facilitation with you and Spencer. It feels so safe and like there's so much permission, right? Like what you both bring isn't about like doing it right. Both of you looking like you can dance perfectly. Like it's none of that. And um, so it was really fun for me to experience this because it hasn't you know it's like your own creation it's not something that you see in all these places a lot of times it's just dance or just tantra or you know um and so i think this really gives people an opportunity to go really deep into those places that we don't get to go when it's just one thing at a time and so i know your experiences are usually just like one or two days but now you have this retreat coming up and so like what are you going to do for what how long is it five six seven days how many? <laughs> it's, it's, it's five days it's like wednesday through sunday yeah so yeah, i can't next, even, next week it's just coming up yeah yeah i can't imagine like where you'll get to go with that much time and space yeah 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 what are you gonna do <laughs> <laughs> well the way to find out is coming if you want <laughs> um but yeah, I mean, so far we've only, you know, we've only had a maximum of two day long journeys. We've never had a residential journey. So getting to spread out over five days, um, sleeping together, um, eating together, we're on a, a 40 acre ranch. So it's not also just a retreat center where we're going to be like enclosed in some kind of um, room. Like we're going to be journeying deeply with the mountains and with the forests mm-hmm. of, of, of evergreen Colorado. And, um, you know, so much of this work, you know, I've, I've been framing some of what we do at Dance Me Santra as a, as a, as a soul encounter. And, uh, and so much of whether that's possible or not is the kind of the group feel that we create. Mm-hmm. How do we actually create a group feel that has enough coherence in its field that it starts permitting this process of yeah, remembrance, revelation, celebration of all that we are, giving permission to all, 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 all parts of ourselves. It is actually, I mean, I, a lot of times in Dasmi's Tantra to kind of set the tone, I, I you know, I, I, I spearhead the, the process of kind of like, hey, here's how we can, step in with that full level of permission and, 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 and welcoming and acceptance. But actually it's hard when it's hard to swim against the current. 
-hmm. if we're existing in cultures that are dead set against that, then what that calls on us is 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 quite immense. It's it's quite it's 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 quite vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, so over five days, I mean, beyond kind of like the you know we're gonna get to get we're gonna get to you know be a lot more creative in terms of just the things that we dive into. But beyond that, we have a opportunity to create an incredibly coherent group field that actually helps us penetrate much more deeply into what we're here for, into that act of soul revelation and soul encounter mm-hmm. than we ever have before. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of at an energetic level, that's really that's really the what we're working with. At a more practical level, you know, we'll get to go deeper into kink and power dynamics than than we ever have been able to before. We'll we'll get to go you know deeper into nature-based rituals and ecosexuality than than we ever have before. You know. The arts of contact improv. So one of the you know technologies that we're developing is, is called tantric contact dance. So you know, like really taking a full day to kind of evolve that and like go go deeply into that. So you know, like the the, the creator, um, playful children inside us are also kind of cheering because we just like really get to um, like weave something special in ways that we just haven't had a chance to do before. Mm. Um, in terms of like, oh, like. You know, I wish we could do this, but we only have one day or we only have two days. Well, now we have five days and we get to play. Mm-hmm. And we also have incredible, incredible guest DJs that are um, th- that we've invited. So we get to play with newer, new energies. Um, Anaya Sundara and, and uh, Amber Lindenwood will be joining us, and, and I love the the soundscapes that that, that they weave. So just uh, a lot of new energies to play with. It's kind of like a breaking new ground for us, and we're excited to um, see what that shows us. Shows us. Yeah, I have a feeling it's going to be better than you even like hope it would be. <laughs> I just trust that both of you will uh, create a ship that takes these people to the places that they really need to go. So I'm excited. Yeah. What are the dates again? Will you say them out for us? Um, it is, yeah, next Wednesday through Sunday. So that is uh, July 26th through 30th. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I wish I could come if I wasn't going to be away. I'm like so many amazing things and I'm so jealous and I'm so excited yeah. for you guys to be, you know, this flagship. Uh, I feel like it's going to be the first of many for you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So tell us what else you get up to. Cause I know you have some other things too, right? In terms um, of work. Um, yeah, so um, Spencer and I run uh, Brotherhood Journeys to actually, I mean, it's it's basically kind of same flavor kind of work that we're, we've just been talking about. Um, but there's something really special when we get to um, dive into it in the context of uh, Brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Um, this journey is really designed for men who are um, really at the threshold of stepping into a new phase of their lives. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, talking about field coherence, when we have a band of brothers on our back, kind of our own uh, knights of a, a round table who have our backs, who are here to call us into account, who are into love us, who are here to love us with all our, you know, fractured parts that we're working with, who are here to hold us in our heartbreak, hold us in our struggles and able to, um, yeah, really support us and 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 and, and um, counsel us in, in taking the next step um, of our journey into our lives. Um, something something new and special is, is, is possible. Mm-hmm. You know, both brotherhood work has been critical in my life, in Spencer's life. And um, and so we do these journeys that are for six months. It's kind of a six-month-long quasi-online, quasi-immersive um, retreat 
in-person mm-hmm. um, format. Um, now we go very deep. And it's like probably, you know, it's one thing to go deep over just a couple of days. It's another thing to go deep over six months. Uh, we found that six months is kind of like an extensive medicine journey where we spiral down and in into, into the vibration of the next, next um, phase of who we're becoming. Mm. And we find that many men just, um, yeah, leave, leave our containers in, in massively uh, transformed ways in ways that they didn't expect. So next iteration, next version of that will um, start, I think, in November. Mm. And uh, mm-hmm. so, so there's a couple more months. And uh, if anybody's interested, uh, please do reach out to me. Yeah, we'll put all uh, the links. <laughs> we'll put all the uh, links. We'll put all the links in the show notes. <laughs> and yeah, I want to speak to like the frequency that I feel, um, you know, just between you and Spencer and how you hold and support each other, especially in these big creations that you have. Like I feel the solidity in both of you and how you so like um it feels like you are both able to be like this is your brilliance this is my brilliance and you get to like co-create in a way that really works for both of you and you can feel that in your facilitation and so yeah i i hope and pray for all men that they get to have that flavor of brotherhood i think it's so important to have men in your life who have your back in that way yeah totally yeah well, thank you for bringing that work into the world for for everything that you're bringing into the world. Thank you, Meredith. Thank yeah. you for seeing us and recognizing us. Um, <laughs> yeah, I also do a lot of one-on-one work on mm-hmm. sexuality coaching, life coaching. I'm uh, starting. I don't know if I shared this with you, but I'm. Um, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm. 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 I'm starting this new kind of little one-on-one containers called uh, "Healing Your Relationship to Men and the Masculine." Um, so it's, uh, specifically working with a one-on-one woman, which is also very, um, you know, it's, it's, it's the kind of work that I get to do a lot as a part of other things that I do, but it's never been kind of like a direct, direct trust. Yeah. And I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Um, I also serve combo, um, and, uh, as you might know. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <Busy. anyway>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I love that you're doing this one on work one-on-one work with women, I think. Um, and you know, I'm starting to like work with men in this way too, in this capacity too. And I think it's really interesting because so often women work with women around their relationship with men or men work with men around their relationship with women. And it kind of feels like, um, to me, when we work with the opposite sex, it sort of feels like we get to get let in on the secrets that <laughs> we don't like get to, you know, feel yeah. in touch or like the realities if we're working with other people who don't have that experience. So yeah. Yeah. I think it's potent and powerful and really vulnerable work to be showing up to say, Hey, like I'm, I'm working with women around their relationship to the masculine, like it's kind of ballsy and it's needed. (laughs) Totally, totally, totally. And part of what's ballsy about it is that we get to work with the actual energies that want to be alchemized. Yeah. We're not just talking about it, but we're directly inviting them into the moment and, and we can see how we want to be with it and work through it. Yeah. And, um, and, and yeah, that's, 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 that's really beautiful, powerful, and, and edgy work uh, that I feel excited about that I already do in many ways, just never had a kind of a coherent offer around it. Um, and, and yeah, I, I, I really like wish the best for all the people like you who dare to step into that and to just say, hey, like I can actually hold this ball. I can actually be with 
the depth of the exact energies that want to be alchemized and i can and i can in a, in a coherent way in a loving way in a good way um with with this incredible human work through it together mm-hmm yeah, yeah, it's so powerful. I did have a, a male coach for a while working with me around my attachment stuff. And because mm-hmm. he was like an attractive man to me, uh-huh. I would just be like shitting myself. But I got to really practice all of these things because I'm like, yes. oh my God, if I practice this with a woman, it's a totally different experience than if I am practicing this, practicing this with somebody that I might actually like to date. Like, holy crap, it brought me, yeah so much. Yeah. It was amazing. So yeah. Excited for you on that journey. Ah, all right. Anything else that you'd like to say before we come to a close for the day? Mm. Just a lot of gratitude for you, Mm. um, who you are, Mm. the poles that you choose to hold the, the way that you give so much of your Mm. heart and your soul and um, yeah, the beauty of your heart mm. and your wisdom. And, uh, I know that there's like, you're stepping into a place of your life where, where just so much creative inspiration is, is, um, coming through. And, uh, yeah, I just want to say, I like feel like the world really yearns for more of Meredith mm. and, and, and all that she has to offer. And I can't wait to see like, the, the the like the things all the things that you're weaving that I can't I can't wait to see them really cook and really land in a big way that that has impact on really um, incredible amounts of people. Yeah, um, and I feel like really honored to be just weaving and dancing with you in these realms. And mm-hmm. thank you so much for also inviting me to uh, this podcast. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you for serving love on this planet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we will put all the links about what Attila is up to in the show notes. And until next time, Serving Love, I love you all. Thank you for listening to Serving Love Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please share with your friends. You can find me in social media as Meredith Lynn. Until next time, I wish you lots of love.